name is Doug, and this is Mr. Wright. This episode is called What's in a Name 2. Yes, it's a sequel episode. I won't be talking about how to name your characters, though. I'll be talking about how to name what you write. Titling a piece. Graveyard Tarot. Time Capsule Hand Grenade. Strangest Kindness. And even Mr. Wright. These are what I've named my creations. And I'll talk a bit more about how I came to these titles. Sometimes it's a matter of just the characters' names. Strangest Kindness, the main character was Dante, Dante Kindness. Sometimes it's just that easy. Sometimes you just think of a phrase like graveyard tarot, something dark and sticky and weird. And then I was able to put uh, the characters into that world. The title itself kind of giving me an idea about um, a community of magicians. Time Capsule Hand Grenade was just what it sounded like. Uh, it was something placed sometime later to explode. That story was about three characters uh, on their, uh, who were brought together to uh, find God for their own reasons, uh, which ends up igniting the apocalypse. The time capsule hand grenade, so to speak. Mr. Wright was just simple wordplay. It was a matter of, you know, Mr. Wright, like someone a, a, a girl would find, and then, you know, writing, like, to write. Uh, just simple wordplay, and I kind of really liked it. It kind of stuck immediately with Mr. Wright. Titles can even come from bands or uh, song titles. In Black Falls, I've got a chapter called uh, Under a Floorboard Sky or Under a Floorboard World, I'm not sure which one. And that came out of a Queen Adrena song. Some of the things you can do, um, Googling your titles once you've come up with them, I cannot stress that enough. You know, you could think of an amazing story, and it's about strange things. Well, that's going to be taken. Um, you could write a comic book and an unrelated TV show, both named Alias. Thus, you have the problem where you have the Alias comic from Marvel, written by Brian Michael Bendis, turned into Jessica Jones for Netflix. Always see what's out there. Now, usually, something like Graveyard Tarot, that'll probably come up with a goth band. Uh, Time Capsule Hand Grenade, I didn't really worry about I did Google it, but I knew that not a lot would come up. In naming podcasts, I... I, I Google almost everything we do because I want to make sure that we're not infringing on someone else's rights or having our rights infringed on someone else sometimes. Sometimes, like I said, it's characters. Sometimes it's story, which would be Time Capsule Hand Grenade. Um, a theme, uh, a piece that I've previously read on this podcast called Colder Moments. That was the theme of the piece. It was these cold moments before the bullet hits the bone, so to speak. I think I actually said that in there. That's where that came from. Sometimes it can be a serious title, such as, you know, the ones I've mentioned. Um, sometimes it can be funny. I wrote a piece called Teddy Bear Picnic, and I don't know if I've read that piece on this show. I, I may as a companion eventually. But I wrote it in college, and the premise of it was to write a story with a twist ending. Um, and mine had a lot of horror elements, and I'm not going to say the twist, but it had a lot of horror elements, uh, and it was really, you know, gory and dark and, and gothic. I could have called it, you know, you know, Last Stand at Blood Bay or something, um, but instead I called it The Teddy Bear Picnic because I wanted whoever to, whoever was going to read it for the peer review to see the title and go, oh, okay, something light, fluffy, possibly funny, and it was funny. But then as you get into it, you're like, oh my god, this is, wow, okay, um, that title doesn't fit. I was like, yes, it does. Because it gives you a certain preconceived notion before you even read it. That's what these titles can do. 
I will talk about this uh, aspect of things later on in another episode where I talk about uh, book design and read Atomica Bombshell, which I designed the book uh, book cover for. It's going to be a short episode. I didn't read anything uh, before this. Uh, I really didn't have a piece that would fit. I didn't want to read another script like I did with Time Capsule, Hand Grenade, uh, Graveyard Terror would have been the other script. Strangest Kindness, I've already read an excerpt of. Colder Moments I've read, and I didn't uh, have Teddy Bear Picnic uh, prepared for this as I realized it. Uh, as I was making the notes, I should have just done that. So there are a myriad of ways you can go about creating the titles for your books, your short stories, your plays, your comics, your video game scripts. Google's going to be your best friend in terms of some of this stuff. Like I said, either Googling titles or you can Google titles to get ideas if you want to go in the same vein as something. When we got into, when I got into Welcome to Night Vale, which is a simple title, Welcome to Night Vale. It gives you the premise right there. You're entering a town called Night Vale. Black Falls, you're just entering a town called Black Falls. With the I Hate Kathy Hammond podcast, you figure out really quick that, you know, it's about someone who hates this character, Kathy Hammond. Now, who is the narrator and who is Kathy Hammond? Why does she hate her so much? That you end up reading into. So you want to engage your audience right off the bat with a simple title. Though there is something to be said for uh, esoteric long titles, as I've talked about uh, using Charles Bukowski as an example. One of my favorite books of poetry by him uh, is The Days Run Off Like Horses Across the Plains. Long esoteric, does scream poetry, but then you've got his book, you know, Ham on Rye. Well, what's that about? Is it about a sandwich? No, it's about a coming of age and, you know, the difficulties that can be construed with that. I highly recommend it. Uh, not the difficulties of, of coming of age, but uh, but the title, or the book, Ham on Rye by Charles Bukowski. Should your title be short? Should it be long? That's up to you, but you need to grab the reader immediately whether it's something online or go to a bookstore and just look at some of the books. I'm, I'm going to talk about it on another uh, Mr. Wright episode, but I went and I just bought a book called The Vegetarian because I liked the cover and just the title, The Vegetarian, was like, well, it's obviously about a vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian. What is this book about? And it made me, made me, made me flip the book over and read you know, the quick synopsis. And I went, well, this sounds interesting. So, I mean, just a simple thing is the vegetarian grabbed me. There you go. Like I said, there are many ways to attack the way you're going to title something. You want to keep the piece in mind and the audience and how to grab them and how to really get them sucked in right off the bat. So, good luck thinking of new titles for new things for people to read as you create wondrous things, I'm sure. I'm Doug. This has been Mr. Wright. And remember... You keep writing, they'll keep reading. Right on. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like D20 Proof, Knapsack Comedy, and Mr. Wright. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.